In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution here with the 59th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. Today we're going to discuss the defensive line and have Coach uh, Brian Young come by to uh, talk about uh, some of the issues along the defensive line. We'll have Jerome Henderson, the defensive passing game coordinator, come, come by. Uh, off season is a time when we do talk to the assistant coaches and they're made available and I uh, wanted to make sure we bring uh, some of those guys before you here on the Bowtie Chronicles. We'll talk about the OTAs as we are in week two, running back Tevin Campbell, and we'll send our condolences out to the Mallory family. Uh, Bill Mallory, the Winning this coach in Indiana University history, who also coached at Colorado, passed away last Friday. And his son, Doug Mallory, is the defensive back coach for the Falcons. And the roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. No, not really. It's just open at the uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium in the final stage of automation. But let's get right to Coach Young here. Uh, also, we'll be discussing, uh, just want to note, and we'll put the link in the uh, the text online, about Coach Young and his uh, candidacy for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. We believe that's one of the snubs that's been out there, Lord publicized, because he's a defensive tackle and only, you know, the football grinders know about his fine work with the San Francisco 49ers, but... We'll uh, take this time also to put that before you to share uh, with the uh, you know voters and the public about Coach Young and uh, make sure that the people give him his due consideration for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. But here he is, the uh, Falcons defensive line coach. Program, y'all finally got to get to phase three where you can do some coaching a little bit. How's your group been looking? You know what? Um, I like how we've been working. I think uh, there's a, a ser- seriousness to uh, how we approach it. And uh, I like the focus of the group. I like uh, how guys are uh, battling for each other. Uh, it's been really cool to, in my second year to see this uh, part of it from this, this group. And every, every year is different. Right? Guys come and go. Uh, Getting um, the young, what are some of the challenges with the, you know, getting a young tackle ready to play, like a Sonat, your third round uh, draft you, you know what, I think for, uh, for a young guy uh, coming in, like the speed of game, getting adjusted to it, how you practice, like practice is one speed, and so understanding it from that and playing against it, like once you get that now, all right, the first preseason game is a little faster. Okay. And so now, okay, and for me, I try and do 
as much I can, as I can to slow it down for him, for him. Okay. in terms of what to expect, not overwhelming him so it can simplify it so that he can play faster. Uh -huh. but I think, you know, understanding and playing against the speed of the game for the first time, practicing then in the game, right? and I think once that happens, and then that's another level of growth that occurs. Now it's just not really understanding and being confident in the defense uh -huh. and uh, just playing your, your position and technique the way it's supposed to be played. Uh, he, uh, I guess, just, you know, we look at the numbers and all that stuff, and uh, the 35 lift looked impressive. How does he take that on the football field for us, you know, yeah. being strong and playing strong? Yeah. Uh, you know, I think he's a you know, guy that plays with good leverage. Uh, I'd say, God, for him, you know, he was born with leverage. That's a gift. <laughs> I'm like, you're born with leverage, keep it. Yeah, uh -huh. don't give it away. Don't give it yeah. away. Okay. Uh, so, uh, but, but just strong. I think there are guys that are strong in the weight room and that apply on the field and vice versa. But he's a guy that when you watch the film, he has good power. And so uh, just understanding how to use that power now on the next level. Um, what you did in college now transferring that to the next level and uh, having confidence in what you can do um, would be a big plus. Okay, and I'll just slide over to Grady. Uh, what are some of his uh, things that he can work on to continue to grow in the league? Uh, Greg you know, Jarrett. You know what? I think for him, uh, every year has been uh, a growth year for him. Each year has gotten better. Mm -hmm. and, uh, if he can continue, and he wants it in that way, mm -hmm. you know, continue to get better every year. Um, it's, it's really good for him, for our group, for our team. Um, he understands it in no way. A uh, guy that plays with a chip on his shoulder, he goes out there and competes and plays with energy at the highest level. Um, really love, love what he brings to our team. What did y'all see in McLean to, to bring him in, uh, Terrell, from the, from the Redskins to help in that tackle rotation yeah, group? You know, the guy that... Uh, that's been around, has experience, a uh, good run defender, and so he can help us up front. You know, a big guy that really competes, he finishes, uh, he runs to the ball. Okay. Um, so I think he'll help us in being able to push the pocket as well. Okay. And uh, getting Vic back at uh, DN, uh, how's that, uh, you know, a bonus for the group to get the all-pro <laughs> yeah. back, back yeah. you know, not, he was helping the unit out last year, but getting I think, back. Well, I think, too, just, uh, just being just a defensive end solely, um, mm -hmm. it frees him up to potentially play more first, second down nickel uh, and be available in that way uh, and be fresher uh, as well just uh, during the course of the game. Um, so... Not that he couldn't handle it, because I thought he did a good job just handling the sandbacker and playing defensive end. Right. But I think just uh, having him available to be uh, able to play more reps at the end would be good for us. Do you have to put a linebacker with him, or he, will he hold up against the run in the base situation? Well, Vic. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. Okay. Yeah, Vic. Because I knew Avery's like 255. Yeah, I'll tell you what. You know, people try to run at him. Yeah, he's, he's about 240, 245. Okay. He plays with good, he has good strength. Okay. And uh, plays with good power. People don't realize how strong Vic is. Okay. And um, so I think he'll he'll be okay holding his own. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right, Coach Young, I certainly appreciate That's Coach Brian Young, the Falcons defensive line coach, discussing Sanat, Terrell McClain, uh, 
new addition at defensive tackle and uh, Vic Beasley moving back to linebacker and whether he'll hold up against the run. Let's roll right into uh, Coach Jerome Henderson, the team's passing game coordinator, uh, discussing some of the issues in the Falcons' secondary. And, uh, uh, you know, Coach was telling, making the point to say you all are nickels 70% of the time now. And uh, that's just the way the, the league is now. What are, you know, some of the things the secondary can do to, you know, improve on the passing game? Well, I, and I don't think it's ever just the secondary. Right, yeah, because, of course. You know, you got, you like, rush certainly that helps sign you out. right there. Uh, uh, right yeah, yeah. Here. It all starts with get off. Uh, okay, like, like okay. For us, like, yeah. like, because our defensive line really does lead the charge. Because mm-hmm. in, in today's yeah. football, if you don't affect the guy with the ball in mm-hmm. his hands, Quarterbacks most of the time, that those guys are uh-huh. making twenty, thirty million dollars a year. Uh-huh. If you don't affect those ga- those guys and get them off their game and off their rhythm, uh-huh. they will absolutely shred you. Mm-hmm. So it starts with making that guy uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And how do you make him uncomfortable? Mm-hmm. Well, with your four man rush, uh-huh. you know our pass rushers um, affecting him. Mm-hmm. With with what we do from a disguise uh-huh. standpoint affects him. Mm-hmm. Tight coverage affects him, mm-hmm. and and different looks. Um, <clears throat> And then guys playing together. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, we, we know it starts up front. Mm-hmm. And those guys have got to go affect the quarterback. Now, how that helps the back end mm-hmm. is, again, when, when I have that quarterback knowing that I've got to throw the ball in rhythm. Mm-hmm. Like, when my back foot hits, I need to deliver the ball. Uh-huh. That helps those guys in coverage. Uh-huh. And the guys in coverage can help the front by being tight and being mm-hmm. disciplined and being together. And now that buys the rushers an extra beat for him to hold it. So mm-hmm. now they get home. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it all works together. And the more we're tied in and in sync, I think mm-hmm. the better we'll play. And uh, getting Oliver's uh, and then the development of Casey, you got some young guys pushing guys that are already back there. How are you seeing the, the competition for nickel? In the corner, free safety. And yeah, I, I think you can't, you know, because you just said it. Sir. You're going to spend 70% of your game in, in, in nickel. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're going to need DBs and DB depth because mm-hmm. you're not going to have guys make it all the way through the season. So, mm-hmm. you know, you can't think that we've got five guys and mm-hmm. that's our nickel group and we're good. You mm-hmm. better have some depth behind them, mm-hmm. good quality depth, mm-hmm. so that when those guys go down, you got guys that can come up and play. You remember two years ago, we were playing in the Super Bowl with Desmond Trufant right, uh, watching. Mm-hmm. You know, you hate to be in that situation, but that's the league we play in. Mm-hmm. And so you better have um, um, good quality depth. And we've got some young guys who mm-hmm. are coming. Um, we like those young guys, and, and we think they're going to help us. And a, a guy like Blendy last year who steps up when y'all needed him in a tough spot like that and, uh, you know, earned him another back stay with the team. How about a veteran like that, a former third-round pick? who showed he can still play in the league. Yeah, you know, and, and I think that was the Minnesota game. He yeah. came in and had mm-hmm. to start. Had to start, yeah. Had to start, and he mm-hmm. played well for mm-hmm. us. And, you know, and we did not have a big drop-off mm-hmm. on defense. When you look at, you know, gosh, they got a brand-new starter out here. The guy hadn't started in a, in probably a year or so mm-hmm. in the NFL. He's got to go in and play. But I think that's what our defense is all about. Mm-hmm. And, and I heard Mark Juan in there talking to you guys, mm-hmm. talking about, you know, I do my job so my brother can do his. And mm-hmm. that's important in this building. That's important on this defense. And and so Bleedy Way ran in there, and, you know, he played his heart out for his brothers. Uh-huh. He really did. You look, go back and look at that game. Uh-huh. He, he, he played hard. He played 
played well for us um, and gave us a chance to win. We didn't win that game, mm-hmm. but we were in it um, um, all the way down the stretch. And a lot of it because he battled. Mm-hmm. All right, Coach Jerome, I certainly appreciate yes, it. Sir, Thank you. Coach Jerome Henderson, the Falcons defensive passing game coordinator, former player at Clemson out of Statesville, North Carolina. Hey, let's move on to the OTAs. We'll be heading out to practice today at uh, 10 o'clock. Uh, the Batmobile will be pulling out of the garage. Uh, 12.15 practice starts, and uh, it's an open session, so we'll be posting to Twitter, posting after practice, and then talking to Matt Ryan, Coach Dan, and I requested a couple other players there. Uh, we'll have to, of course, deal with the Falcons' plan for the anthem. Uh, which we'll um, blog about in the Cover 9 at 9 today and then have more throughout the day on that. Uh, next week, the, they'll go today, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. They took a long holiday. And then come back and finish up on uh, June the 4th, 5th, and 7th. And then uh, the 5th will be an open session for us next Tuesday. So we'll be uh, uh, out there and uh, you know getting stuff ready for that. And then on the 6th, we'll have the offensive coaches and special team coaches uh, uh, to uh, discuss uh, the offseason program for us, uh, get some updates on some of the players, uh, not many position uh, switches and so forth. Uh, try to talk to um, Brandon Fusco, the new guard. Uh, the big one there will be offensive uh, coordinator Steve Sarkeesian and quarterback coach Greg Knapp. We'll talk to him. Uh, those two guys will also get Coach Armstrong. We've already been talking to Coach Armstrong about uh, special team changes and so forth, so that'll be uh, very interesting next week on how they're going to handle the kickoffs as we move forward. We mentioned earlier, let's send our condolences to the Mallory family. Uh, Coach Bill Mallory uh, passed away last Friday. I knew him from our days covering the Big Ten had some fine teams over there at Indiana with the running back Von Dunbar, cornerback Mike Middleton out of Cincinnati Western Hills. Uh, upset the Buckeyes a couple times during his tenure there. Took them to six bowl games, the Indiana Hoosiers. Uh, Coach Bill Mallory did a great job there. And uh, uh, sorry about his passing. And uh, we'll see if, uh, you know, Coach Doug Mallory – Falcons defensive back coach uh, was his sons, uh, one of his sons who are all uh, in the coaching, I do believe. Kurt's another one of them, but uh, condolences to the Mallory family. Now, the, uh, we have a story on the uh, AJC.com about the roof being open for the next 10 days. The roof at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, the much ballyhooed roof that should be um, able to open and close is in the final stages of automation. So we understand that the uh, NFL wants the roof open for the Super Bowl or be able to open and close. I know that was one of the features as advertised. And we'll have to get the cost of what it was on the overrun to get that working correctly. Well, that's it today for the 59th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Take care and have a great rest of the week. Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song. 
and celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents Hip-Hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants a rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC.